This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Both hailing from parts unknown at a combined weight of 501 pounds. They are the Morning Rush Hour World Tag Team Champions. They have no fear, no back down, just a couple of gutsy guys. No one will take those MRH World Tag Titles from these men. It's Taz, it's the Moose, illustrious champions, right here every day on CBS Sports Radio. You know it's every day, Moose and Taz be paved in the way. Talking about every sport, you know that they never missing the play. From the NBA to the NFL, the college games. They always bring in the knowledge, nobody ever can try to go stop it. Only be talking the truth, only be talking the truth, hey. All right, it's Tash the Moose with you here on this Wednesday morning as we come to you live from the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studio. Rocket Mortgage with you every step of the way to provide a seamless mortgage experience. You've got uh, Mike and Pete across the way. Thank you, boys. And uh, Bogish with your updates as we take you right up until 9 a.m. Eastern time. A couple hours left to play with. Ian Eagle will join us. Uh, voice on CBS Sports. Also hear him. Uh, doing Brooklyn Nets basketball on TV, on the S Network. He will join us a little later on in the program as well, Taz. As we kick off this hour, a little soccer as the women's national team over in Paris, over in France, I should say, played uh, uh, played the English in the uh, semifinals um, and were victorious 2-1 as they march on to the World Cup final on a Sunday afternoon where uh, their their opponent yet to be determined. It was awesome. It was awesome. That's just, I, I had some things to do early in the day, and then once I got done with the show here, and I had to push my nap back. Because, you know, ladies and gentlemen, when you do hours like Moose and I, napping is a big part of your day. So, agreed. Yes. 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 Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Quit. <laughs> no, I know, I know, I know. So, anyway, um, so my point in bringing that up is I, I had a – I couldn't go take a nap because I wanted to watch this game. Yeah. And I was locked in, dude. And even during halftime, I couldn't remember how long the soccer halftime is. I'm like, if I, if I, if I close my eyes, I was tired. I said, I'm not going to wake up for yeah. the second. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, it's hard to keep your eyes open at that stage, though, if you're that drowsy, that tired. I was but tired. locked in, yeah. I was locked in, though, and I really enjoyed the game, and it was great to see you know, all, all girls win it, all ladies win it. Uh, it was a hell of a game, and that penalty kick – uh, by our goalie making that save. I mean, yeah, that at the was, 83rd minute, it was, was remarkable. Massive, yeah, massive. Yeah, 2 1 lead at that stage. Um, you know, and um, the, the the English also had a goal called back for right. offside. Right, right. Uh, that would have tied the match up. The United States team played without Megan Rapino, who was out oh. with a hamstring injury. And oh. that was the drama early on as she was sitting on the bench. And people were speculating, why is she benched? Why is she benched? Why is she benched? 
Oh, well, I mean, it wasn't based on performance. I mean, right. you knew that there had to be some sort of an injury, Taz, as uh, as she didn't go through the pregame warm-ups. I mean, she was there dancing. I think people that were there at the arena, at the stadium said that, you know, she was doing the Macarena uh, <laughs> when that popped up on the loudspeaker. But she wasn't going through the pregame warm-ups. And we know how big of a, a lightning rod she has been based on some of her public comments. But certainly she's been a tremendous asset for the women's national team and scoring goals left and right. I think she's got five goals so far through the tournament. Yeah. Uh, she did not play, so not 100% United States women's team still victorious over England 2-1. Yes, and the thing with Pino, man, I, the problem is that the, the U.S. soccer, the coaching staff, the team in general, they, and I felt bad for the broadcasters, the you know the, the color commentator and play-by-play folks because they, they had no information and they basically they they had to call call it as it is. They're like U.S. Soccer is not telling us what's wrong with her. So for the first half, no one knew what the heck was going on with Pino. Nobody knew. You know, we just knew that she wasn't warming up. We knew, you know, and we knew that she wasn't going to play. She wasn't in the starting lineup. And then you know, it was like she was just hanging out watching the game. And it was kind of a bad job by you know USA Soccer not to not that. to let everybody know what the heck's going on. But I didn't, you know, I I I don't disagree letting you know about the injury, Taz. But I. I I always thought she was hurt. I mean, didn't you think? I mean, I don't yeah. think you. I, I, did, I did too, but. Yeah. I mean, but there was not that clarity. I don't disagree with you, but I always kind of just assumed that it was that it was an injury. I, is that anything? Because she was there. She was, on she the was there. Right, 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 I, right. I didn't think Megan Rapino was going to be benched based on performance suspension or, or suspension yeah, yeah. or something that, you know, she said or did or right, anything right. like that. We haven't heard anything. You know, aside from her being outspoken about President Trump and everything like that, but, right, right. you know, and showing up to the White House, aside from that, Taz, you know, she hasn't really done it. She's just been, her celebrations, as we talked about in the quarterfinal, right. were off the charts. I mean, were just kind of fun and in the moment and, and feeling it. You know, I agree that there was no clarity. That's a bad job by United States soccer by providing a little bit of clarity in that first half. But I, I also didn't think that it was based on something outside of her being a little bit banged up. Right. No, no, I agree. I think it was an injury, too. I'm with you on the same page. Just put a bit, you know, you know how it is as someone who covers sports. You oh, like yeah. to know, all right, was, is her shoulder, her back? Does she oh, no have like a, a leg injury? Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on? But back to um, that, that PK shot, that penalty shot. Um, that penalty kick saved. That was by by Alyssa Nayer. That was the, the the keeper for the USA. Unbelievable clutch and Twitter blew up, dude. I was no, on was Twitter. Great, look, yeah. I mean, it was like people were going crazy. I mean, trending Jones. It was unbelievable. I think we have a memory lane loose yes. uh, about this, don't we? About yes, the USA we... soccer. Mike, is this true? Yeah. Thanks for the we... nod. That that translates. Yes, we will get the to nod. the memory lane. Like but uh, here that's, in a that's, second, that screams radio. Yes. Nodding. Yes. Um, nice. You know. Uh, yeah, it was a tremendous save. Um, a tremendous victory by the United States women's team. And uh, now they await the winner of the other semifinal, which will take place this afternoon. Let's hear, before we get to that memory lane, Taz, let's hear from Rapino. This is courtesy of Fox Sports yesterday after the 2-1 victory over England. Play it, Pete. Just a little minor strain um, day-to-day, but I feel like I'll be ready for the final. Just a little one. It's hard three days on the bounce in this old body. You know, Alex Morgan, who had the tremendous goal celebration, oh, the great. sipping of the tea. Some yes. speculate maybe it was smoking a blunt, but it was That's sipping of the tea. First, to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I agree Jones. with you. Right. I'm Somewhere like, Don ready. Nelson was smiling uh, <laughs> with his weed farms. Where is it? In, in Hawaii. Hawaii, Hawaii yeah, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> somewhere Don Nelson was like, uh, wants to basically uh, hire Alex Morgan. Yeah, it's like Rob uh, Van Dam, uh, line two. <laughs> exactly right. So, uh, but here's Alex Morgan. She decides, She scored the decisive goal um, here's, here's her after the match and the victory. 
Tonight was just um, a great performance of two quality teams, um, first-class teams, um, and uh, it could have gone, you know, either way at times in the game. And um, I think just the quality of football overall played this tournament thus far by every single team um, was just—it's brilliant. You know, it's just so so inspiring. So I think that's that's all they need to be inspired. Yeah. You know, uh, Sorry, go ahead. It was awesome for her on her birthday. Yep. Okay, to get this goal, she's she's also the top uh, top scorer. I believe six goals she has in the uh, twenty nineteen World Cup. So that in itself is super impressive. She did. How many did she score when they uh, they scored thirteen? Did she score five? I don't know. How many I when they scored thirteen? Uh, well, it was the, over Thailand, right? The thirteen nothing win that yeah. everybody was ripping um, ripping them. Yeah, I thought she scored five in that match. She did. She did. She, she did. did. My people just told me. Correct. Um, so um, she scored yes. five in that one match. So this is her first goal since then. But yeah, she's been great. I mean, she's. A, I mean, she's a tremendous asset. She's been a great player for the United States women's team uh, for a couple World Cups now, Taz. And it was great to see her get the game winner. Yeah. And 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 really for for that team to for them to be able to step up, uh, missing one of their key players. And there's no doubt about it. I mean, Mega Rapino is a key player. Big time key player. And it was like, and then, you know, I, I, I tweeted once. I, I can't remember the, the young lady's name from Fox Sports who tweeted. She's a reporter who tweeted about this. That, that's when I first saw it, that um, that Rapino wasn't going to play right before the game. And I'm like, oh, God, oh, no. And then people on the Twitter, you know, people that follow me, and I was going back, you know, a little bit reading what they were saying to me. They were like, don't worry about it. We got depth, meaning the USA team. We got depth. We're okay. We got depth. We're good. So and they were right. Uh, Alex Curry, the young lady from uh, Fox, that's who tweeted about Rapino not not in the lineup uh, and not warming up. So I, I saw Alex Curry's tweet. I'm like, oh god, <laughs> yeah. I follow people in trade moves. That's what I do. You know what no, I mean? it's a good job by you. That is. Here's Jill Ellis, uh, another young American star after the victory. Every day, our players in their training environment are put under pressure. It's it's uber competitive. It requires a lot of focus to even survive. Um, you know, the environment, the culture that's probably been around for 20 plus years. And so I think players that come into this environment, um, surviving and, and being able to push through hardship and, and, and compete, I think that's, uh, that's kind of, I'll say, bred into them because they don't survive in, the, in our own environment if they don't have that internally. Yeah, I meant to say their coach. Uh, but Jill Ellis, their coach, uh, after the victory uh, yesterday, talking about the pressure and certainly uh, what makes this United States women's team really special. And to go into a tournament, Taz, and be the overwhelming favorite, which they were, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And to be now in the the final, uh, there's something to be said to living up to expectations. When you have, you know, when you have the, the, the pressure to perform and then to perform. Yeah. And play your best, and play your best at pivotal moments, and to get, as you mentioned, you know, to see Nair get the the save on the penalty kick, uh, to to preserve the two one lead, um, to be able to hold on to a two one victory as England is pressuring left and right. I mean, it, yeah. it it says a lot, and to be able to win when when guys even have that depth tested though, Taz, to to lose a, a player of the caliber of Megan Rapinoe for the semifinal and still come out victorious, it says a lot, especially when that. that- that England team was fired up that you could tell. And then one of their top players, Ellen White, she was locked in. And I felt like, man, she's going to be the alpha female in this game without repeating that repeating that. But I'll tell you what, uh, Alex Morgan, man, she's, she's the best. So it's great. She was clutch. That was big. 
Uh, it was just, it was, it was just big. I'm, I'm really behind these girls. This is awesome, and I'm looking forward to it. And uh, them being in the final, I don't care. I don't give a rat's ass how cocky they were, what they did to Thailand, or all that. We talked about this a couple times. I don't care. Look, I'm a proud American. It's the Fourth of July tomorrow. We got a bench cut start later on in yeah. this show. That screens 4th of July. Um, I feel American. You're American. I'm American. We're all American. The the Women's World Cup USA team, they're American. That's why they're on the USA team. I wish we had some kind of a USA music, but I guess we'll play that later. Well, Kristen Press, who scored the first goal for the United States women's team yesterday, Taz, I thought it was fascinating where she was asked about the header um, right after that match went final. Uh, I forget by the reporter on Fox. And... um, she asked how much she practiced, and she said she watched a lot of Carly Lloyd uh, doing it repeatedly, header after oh. header after header after header in practice, yeah. and said never really stepped in to participate, yeah. but just kind of watched, watched her, her doing it, and then had the opportunity and was able to put the first goal of the match home. And the United States women's team well, just has this propensity to jump out on top of early tasks. I think in each and every one of their matches, they've scored in the first 10 or 15 minutes. They are fun to watch. And speaking of Carly Lloyd... Uh, when, did you see when she got on when she got on the field later in the game, the reaction she got, the ovation she got from the USA fans in the tennis there in France was unbelievable. When Carly Lloyd, Lloyd got onto the uh, onto the field to play, so it was it was great. Um, yeah, no, I think she's got three goals in. the uh, I was reading this yesterday, Lloyd? Lloyd. I think she's got like Man, three goals right now. A uh, Rutgers, uh, Rutgers. I didn't know that. Yeah, oh wow. Rutgers. Yeah, they honored her this past football season. I did not know that. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. I think she was enshrined into the uh, Rutgers Hall of Fame. I did not know. Wow, yeah. very. That's cool. Yeah. Good for her. So yeah, so she's uh, and she's been a, a great representation for women's soccer across the world and represent the United States for a long time. So I mean, yes, I yeah. think. I think there's that respect level, Taz, even with her taking on, you know, that super sub role here for yeah. Jill Ellis. Right, right, right. Uh, I think there is that uh, that overwhelming respect of what she has done uh, for United States women's soccer. And, so yesterday and, we made some predictions oh, um, yes. in terms of how this match would go yesterday, uh, which brings us to a little memory lane. Take a listen. Right. Ah, the memories. Let's take a stroll down memory lane with Taz and the Moose. You predicted correct score last match, 2-1. I had 3-1 United States over France. It ended up right. being a 2-1 final. What do you like today? Well, this is harder, okay, because this is, uh, you got semifinals here, right? So I predict that the U.S. women's national team will win the game, okay, will win the game Two to one, same score as against France. Two to one final. Okay, I'll go. Uh, I'll go same score as I did last time. Three one. You could be right. You could be right. No, they, I mean, they got a pretty good defense. Either of us could be right. I mean, I think we both have we both have them advancing. We're going to be both rooting our rear ends off for them to advance oh, yeah. to the final to beat England this afternoon. If it ends up being a you know a two one or a three one final, so be it. I just want to see him win. The whistle. Houghton is ready. So is Nair. Houghton shot. Save. There you go. Two in a row task for you. Two, one, final. This is what I do. I mean, you know, um, I I don't know what to say. I mean, I feel humbled uh, that that memory lane was done. Uh, That was nice. It was pretty good. And um, (laughs) I I don't know, Moose, maybe one day I got to go to track with you. 
I did a little handicap with some horses. I mean, yeah, a little I took different. You, I took beast. <laughs> a little bit of a different. A little beast. bit different. <laughs> Just a tad different. But yeah, why not? That was funny. Try your luck at the track. Absolutely. You've been I around you'd the be track. be all over me. I figured you'd be like, yeah, Taz, maybe we uh, we gotta go to OTB together or something. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm over here nailing. I'm picking scores, nailing it. I'm telling you who's gonna. Didn't I say yesterday that Alex Morgan would have the winning goal? I could have sworn I said that. I might have named three other people with her. No, I, I think uh, I said Alex Morgan and O'Hara. You one named of them. the whole team. <laughs> yeah, you named four four women. Uh, no, no, I think I named. Well, maybe three. we could have, but <laughs> three or four women. You got to cover your bases. You know what I mean? I understand, <laughs> but then you can't. You can't say like, listen, you nailed the score. Congratulations, good job. Oh, thank you. Appreciate yeah, I, that. I think the over under number was what two and a half goals for the game, maybe. Yeah, something. I don't know what it was. It's just but, said nobody said nothing when I came in like, earlier this morning. I thought someone said, "Wow, Taz, you know, it's great." Oh, I can't believe it. Such a great job. It's really, I mean, honestly, I'm not even. I mean, it's it. not football. It's, it's not. It's not that. It's it actually be, is football. It's it, you know the score is going to be like two one. It actually three, is one. football. It's but football Americano. Yeah, I know, I know. You, know, you know what I mean? No, I know. <laughs> Pick an NBA final score, ninety-seven, eighty-eight. Hey, I can't. What game was that? Oh, was it, what game was this? It was. It was, it was Pacers. The and, Pacers. In the Pacers uh, NBA hard. playoffs two a year and a half ago. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> a year and a right, half. Right. How yeah. does he remember this? Stuff? I, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It was eighty-eight, uh, eighty-five, or something. I don't know. <laughs> Whatever. Because you probably didn't make let him forget it. I, no. Well. Yeah. That's a fair point. It's a, yeah, it's a combo <laughs> of my that's, that's a fair point. That is hammering. Point. Yeah. Right. But, yes, congratulations, Taz. Thank you, Moose. Hell Appreciate of a selection. Bench cut start, July 4th style. We'll get into that next. It's Taz and Moose here on this Wednesday morning, CBS Sports Radio. This is everyone's favorite wrestler, RVD. Just want to let you know, you're listening to Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. I saw him in concert, the Steel Diamond. Nice. And he did this. I saw him at uh, Jones Beach. That's in New York, ladies and gentlemen. Wontour, New York, Nassau County. Yeah. I saw him there. Too. It was nice, actually. Uh, he does a great concert. He did a good job. But, I mean, I, I don't think of him. When I think of Americana. I don't think of this song. Oh, I do. I think it's great. I'm not a Bruce Springsteen fan, but I think of the Bruce song, that famous one he had. The American song. Yeah, the, the interesting thing about that song, it's, it's the, you know, Born in the USA. Yeah. Oh! USA, yeah, that one. Right, it, you know the the words aren't exactly you know all pro America. Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, my bad. Yeah. I'm sorry. If you li- if I you, did not. My bads no, are out the window. I understand. I if you listen, bad. if you that's listen, was, no, that's all right. But the facts, right? Yeah, my bad. No, that's all right because <laughs> oh, because I used to say I used to say the same thing, and a number of years ago, uh, you know, an Uber Bruce fan uh, mentioned that uh, really. Yeah, brought that up to me. Yeah, you know, Dr. Dutch Steve Williams, I think, used that uh, as entrance music in UWF, I think. Okay. Yeah, whatever. Side note. No, I think, that, no that's, that's... I didn't yeah. know that. that uh, really? It's not a... Uh, it's, 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 well, no, I, it's... Well, I mean, it's talking about war. I mean, there's a number of different ways to, oh, to look at it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's... I, I get the point, yes. It's born in the... Yeah, I mean, but all the lyrics aren't exactly positive. Oh. So probably not a good time to break down the song... Lyric by lyric. No, no, probably not right now. <laughs> we'll be trending somewhere, America. So I, I am in agreement with you. But yeah. I do. I if I'm thinking about uh, American songs on the Fourth of July, 
I, um, I, I'm, I, Neil Diamond's right up there. I gotta be honest. Really? Yeah, it is. I love that song. My mom loved that song. Uh, uh, my mom was a huge Neil Diamond fan. Um, and um, and uh, I I saw him when I was. My mom dra- uh, took me and my drag took me and my sister, when we, <laughs> my on, younger sister, when we were young. Yeah. Uh, you know, and, and like I'm talking about like teenagers. Right, like, right, right. Like when we were young to a Neil Diamond concert. You know, and that's not, you yeah, know. No, I know. But yeah. we went and he put on a great show. He, he did put on. I, a, I, dude, he you was. Know, I, I went, saw him when he was a little bit old a couple of years right. ago. You saw him when he was younger. He, yeah. was, he was great. Neil Diamond, Rod Stewart, I went to when I was young. Oh, yeah. I saw Bruce with my mom when, when, when I was young. Who else did I see? Um, Lionel Richie. Really? I saw Lionel Richie in concert. He was over like Rover back in the day. <laughs> Lionel he was Richie a was a megastar. Right. This was this was not with the Commodores. You saw uh, Limp Biscuit too? Uh I saw <laughs> I did see not with my mom. Not with my mom. Not with but my mom. Not, not. No, I did see Limp Biscuit as well. I uh, saw him at a uh at a festival at the old Meadowlands. Wow. You weren't a little them. kid though. You was a you was a young man. I, w- I was. It was with my girlfriend at the time, not my wife. Okay. Uh, another girl I was Ooh, dating. Uh, Limp Biscuit and Metallica. Were the two headliners wow. at that festival? Must have been a nice girl. She liked that kind of music. No, oh, yeah, we, it was, <laughs> I, oh, you know what? I remember that day, dude. It was like 95, 96 degrees. Oh, really? You were probably bombed drinking sun, Rheingold. No, 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 Rheingold. Rheingold. The sun was beating. That was this nineteen sixty-five. I, right? I mean, no, I wasn't drinking the Rheingold. Oh, but um, it wasn't. It wasn't that long ago. But I just it wasn't remember Woodstock. It was like ninety-six degrees out, and really? the, there was no cloud cover, and the sun was just beating That's down. That's the worst, dude. Especially if you were drunk like you were. I mean, that, that's I the wasn't word. drunk like you that. You were drunk. I was not. Um, <laughs> I, I really wasn't that day. It was too hot. It was too hot. I was drinking water, dude. I was so hot. I don't picture you digging Lionel Richie. Even though he's big, Lionel oh, Richie I do was like a Lionel star. Richie. Still to this day. Yes. So you when you And there it is. Oh, it's got this feeling that so Pete, that's a great job by you. I, I was listening to this it. song the other night. Way. You listen to this while you're driving, like the SNY. Uh, I'm on my way home. On sometimes. the West Side Highway. Way home, Dude, I'll be honest with you. There's no nothing better than listening to this driving down the West Side Highway, five o'clock in the you know, sun starting to rise. Really? Oh my God, this is great. I'm blasting like Judas Priest. Oh, a little bit different in our musical tastes. Yeah, this is it, man. This yeah. is great. I just picture the moose. Can you picture that, Andrew? We're just driving down the west side highway with his sunroof open. Arms out the window. Arms out the window. He's oh, in traffic. Great. He's not stressed. He's on the top of his lungs. Suck on you. Oh. Yeah. It's maybe one of those songs that brings you back to uh, when the first time you heard it. For me, it does. Not me. You know what I think of when I hear this? I want to smash things. Oh, that's what I think. I, I want to. I mean, I, I don't. I'm not. I'm not a romantic. It's sad. Um, but the, as far as Americana. I would think maybe one of my favorite ones is the Star Spangled Banner by Jimi Hendrix. That would probably be one of the top songs as far as song Americana. Yeah. Um, what else? Another American. When you think of American songs, you know which one I'm not a fan of, and I know it's very famous. And you know, his legend James Brown. What's that? Living in America. That was a big one. Remember? Uh, Living in America. Yeah. Ro- I think a Rocky. Oh, that's right. When that. Apollo Creed. Correct. Right. Right. That's. I forgot about that. That was like a uh, Rocky two. No, Rocky Four, Drago. That was, was the Drago. The, that one, was right? when Apollo Creed died, right before it. There you go. Yes. Okay. What do you mean? That's the scene, right no, before like Apollo Creed. That's the if he dies, he dies. That was when Rocky dies, was in his dies. corner of Apollo Creed. Remember the I exhibition do. match? I do. I do. I do. Yeah. 
You're going to have this blast in the backyard no, tomorrow? No, I'm not. No, I'm more Neil Diamond. No, but the... The uh, the uh, the high five that Apollo Creed gave to James, James Brown. Brown. I remember out. that actually. Yes. That's, that's funny. That's funny. The hardest working man in showbiz. Now, he was a great performer, James Brown. Amazing, yeah. amazing. But uh, Andrews, this what's your Americana song? This one? Yeah, this one. Or you're more yeah. of a Simon and Garfunkel America. I can see you digging that. I, I do like them and that song. Shocking. Yes, that's fair. You like Simon and Garfunkel for real? It fits with the, with the tennis motif you laid out on me the other day, doesn't it? It actually does. Yeah. It actually does fit. Yeah, I'm not a Simon and Garfunkel guy. I know they had a big song called America. Mm-hmm. You know well, yeah, why why do you get why do you like why do you question people's musical taste? Oh, so I like to pass judgment on people. I know. Why yeah. is that? This is what I do. I've been doing this for months here. Uh, I just my whole career I've been doing this to people. Right. This is how I am. Don't I just, I'm in real life. <laughs> don't answer. In real life, this is how I am. This is why um, I don't have a lot of friends. You know, I got you. And well, friends that I've made here family. are rapidly going away. Even my family, a lot of my family, my immediate family, I mm. think likes me, yeah. but mm. my outside family, you know, I don't, I don't talk I to any you. of them. You know? mm. Interesting. You're an outsider. Happy for the outcast. Uh, we'll delve in. All right, nice. marginalized you. All right, what's up, Bogus? Oh, How hey, are you guys. Oh, wait, so fast, quarterback. Slow down. Whoa. Okay, slow down. When I, I, I have to ask you because I'm, I'm just a co-host. A co-host, I mean. When when are we doing the bench cut start? I'd like to know. We're going to do it after Andrew. Oh, well. That's why I was trying to move it along. Oh, so we had some time on the back end to be able to do it. I got you, brother. I got you. All right, take so, it away. Th- Thanks, thank Moose. Andrew, go ahead. <laughs> thank you, Mark. Uh, Let the, the quarterback lead the LA, way. You are a mock. The LA Dodgers won their fourth consecutive home game in their last at-bat, this time without a hit. Three and two with the bases loaded. T.J. McFarland to Bellinger. Inside ball four. The Dodgers take a walk on the wild side. That's a great song. Charlie Steiner on Dodgers Radio. T.J. McFarlane walked Cody Bellinger after Arizona closer Greg Holland walked the four previous Dodgers. So that's five walks in a row. They produced two runs all after there were two outs. The Dodgers win 5-4. An odd victory as well for the Reds. There it goes, and it's bounced over the first base and down the line in right field. And on around to third base comes Puig. And the Reds have him on the corners with two out, and now the ball gets through, and Puig's going to score. And this one belongs to the Reds. 5-4 in 11 over the Brewers. That was Marty Brenneman on Reds Radio. Yasiel Puig scoring from first on Jose Iglesias' single and Christian Yelich's throwing error. The Giants, 10-4 winners in San Diego. Third straight game, they score in double figures. First time they've done that since 2010. The Astros outscored the Rockies in Denver 9-8. Philly blanked Atlanta 2-zip. The Mets got by the Yankees 4-2. The Angels returned to the field last night and beat the Rangers 9-4 just more than 24 hours after the death of their teammate Tyler Skaggs. The A's topped the Twins 8-6. Cleveland winning in KC 9-5. And Boston won in Toronto 10-6. Rafael Devers, two homers and six RBI. Reported optimism within the Cowboy organization that Ezekiel Elliott will not be punished for knocking over a security guard while arguing with his girlfriend at a concert in Vegas back in May. Elliott May uh, met yesterday with Roger Goodell, then posted an apology on social media saying he is working hard to make better decisions. The Lakers yet to add Kawhi Leonard, but they have signed veteran forward Jared Dudley, Mikey B's Nets adding Wilson Chandler, and the Warriors inking Willie Cauley-Stein 
and Glenn Robinson III. Guys? Yeah, and getting uh, Coley Stein on the veteran minimum, which is a nice signing for a guy that uh, wanted out of Sacramento and puts himself in a winning position. They also get Looney back for a three-year, $15 million deal. It's amazing what Golden State is able to bring in um, and and not have to uh, spend all that much money to bring in some quality players because Coley Stein, I think, can play out in Golden State as long as they're going to get up and down the court. <clears throat> I think that fits his system and fits his talents, uh, the former Kentucky star. All right, so tomorrow, July 4th, uh, we got a special BCS coming your way right now. It's now time to bench, cut, or start with Taz and the Moose. Bench, cut, start. 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 All right, so this was was a a Mark Malusa's production. Mark Malusa. Okay, so Moose, you had a really good idea here with this BCS. It's fireworks, barbecue, bench, slash pool. Up bench, how am I doing? Beach. Beach. Slash, yeah, my bad. Uh, sl- uh, beach slash pool. So you can go fireworks, barbecue, beach or pool, uh, beach with pool. You know, water, waterworks, we'll call it, whatever. Uh, by the way, side note, I did a little research during that update. You are correct about Bruce Springsteen, born in the USA. Definitely a, a it's, I did some research. There's a sarcastic little tirade in there towards, like, the government and USA system. Yeah. So you are correct. Yeah. That. No, I know. I know. Well, I, had to just, I just want to get the facts right. That's all. Well, we did. That's fine. Thank you. I just have to Thank you for confirming me. Perfect fit right here to the BCS. <laughs> I appreciate the confirmation. Uh, it, take it away, Taz. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go first, yeah. I guess? Oh, why not? You could close it out, Moose. Um, it's your bit. So here we go. I'm going to go. I'm going to bench the pool slash beach. I'm going to cut the fireworks. I'm going to start the barbecue. Okay. So, the pool slash beach, I'll bench it. Listen, it's beautiful. I got the beautiful pool. I got a beach right near me. I got the whole thing, right? And you got it. Everybody's got something with a pool or a beach or whatever. That's great. The thing is, it's a little bit annoying. You know, I got the water, then I got to dry off. There's a lot. I got drippage. I got a lot going on, and it's a little too much work. Uh, I'm going to cut the fireworks because of a danger factor, basically. It's just dangerous. So, I'm not into, you know, just doing the firework thing. I never was. Um... Wasn't my thing. Not a big. F- I like to watch the big crazy Garucci brothers and whatnot blowing off the <laughs> blowing off the fireworks at Chase Stadium back in the day when I was a kid. But uh, yeah, I'm not. I'm not going to go crazy in the fireworks moose on um, July Fourth. Uh, but I definitely will start and go crazy with the barbecue. Yes, indeed. Yes, yes. food. We're talking. Uh, you could get a teriyaki marinade going on, or maybe a honey Dijon. You know, uh, chicken breast or something like that. <clears throat> Cook your Bake a potato and throw that uh, summer gun right on the uh, right on the grill. Maybe grill a little pizza. Believe it or not, a little small pizza. Maybe my brother-in-law. I'm going to his uh, casa tomorrow. Maybe he'll do that. Uh, a little hint, hint. Dano. Uh, anyway, yeah. So I'm gonna go barbecue start. So we're gonna bench pool slash beach. Cut fireworks, start barbecue, and how about you, Mister Quarterback? Yeah, I, I mean, I look at I look at the scenario as it's not me lighting off fireworks. It's what I signify July Fourth to me. Like, what do you when you look at July Fourth and you look at the holiday? Uh, I'm not gonna be lighting off, uh, you know, uh, Roman candles and, and maybe, shooting them at my yeah. sons and to, <laughs> to help ring in the Fourth of July. Uh, but so I, like my I, I, I looked at it a little bit differently, uh, but. Uh, well, yeah. You should have said that. Well, got, that. I set the thing up, and you didn't say that. You should have well, corrected. It's your bit. Say something. No. I, You've I, never I, bit your tongue before. Why start now? No, no, no. I, what do you mean? I, I We talked about this last night. It I was said, two texts. 
It was, come on. Uh, anyway, Bro, so, I didn't know the fireworks. so I looked at, I, I, well, I'm not going to be lightning off fireworks. So even though they're you know legal in some of the states that we broadcast across, yes. um, you know, I'm not one that's going to go out and get an M80 uh, on right. my way home today. Take a block and, and start throwing the them, right, yeah. and, and start throwing them at people. Uh, that, that doesn't do anything for me. But, uh, so, uh, but when I look at fireworks in terms of, you know, for at this stage of my life with three young kids, they don't really they don't really love the fireworks. It's a little too loud, Taz, right? So I'm not really going to be going to a fireworks spectacular. I'll watch the Macy's fireworks spectacular on on NBC uh, tomorrow night, yeah. which will be on the the East River, the east side of Manhattan, and in the oh. city that we broadcast from. Uh, I'll watch those tomorrow night. I think on those TV, are great. you're going to watch yeah, the I'll tell them, Yeah, okay. I'll watch those on, on TV. But I'm not going to take the kids because the kids get scared of them. The la- the you know the it's a little bit too loud for their young ears. So uh, I'm going to cut uh, the fireworks. Right, uh, I'm going to bench uh, the beach and the pool. Um, we don't have a pool at home, but we do like going to the beach. I'm not sure if that's going to be part of it tomorrow morning uh, after I do the show of whether or not we're going to head to the beach for a part of the day. But I'm going to start. We're going to agreement here. Uh, the barbecue when I think about the 4th of July, weather permitting, obviously, as long as you can, uh, as long as it's not pouring out. Um, I am going to uh, I'm going to start uh, barbecue. So hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever you mentioned, uh, honey Dijon chicken. Uh, or steak or anything and the like. Um, it's it's great. Uh, that comes. I think that comes along with the uh, summer months. Warm weather yeah. is outdoor cooking. And right. when I think about July Fourth, I think about some uh, grilled meats. Yeah. Or fish on the barbecue. I feel you on that. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't fear the rain. Okay. Because uh, you know you have to have a structure over your barbecue. Yeah, so, I do not. Yeah, so you get mine is weather permitting. Okay, I got you. And the thing <laughs> is, anybody who calls the show and wants to give you BCS, because yeah. it's July 4th tomorrow, 855-212-4227, you know, give you BCS, but like, now what's the deal? Because, like, I had a different vision of the fireworks. I thought it was, like, whatever your the vision BCS. Is. Yeah, yeah, I mean, huh. whatever your vision is. I mean, so, I mean, I, I looked at it more of a, of a case of, you know, what, signal, what what does July 4th mean to you? What's more meaningful? Well, when you think about the 4th of July, what do you think about? Do you think about going to the beach in the pool? Do you right. think about fireworks? Do you think about barbecue? Eating, so, eating in the heat. Right, exactly. Well, you can so, go any which way. I, I'm with you on the fireworks, too. Like, cause it, it is dangerous. And I know Mikey B., I mean, rumor has it. He's huge. He's one of these guys, Moose, that on um, like tomorrow night on his block, he'll get Ooh. the aluminum garbage, the garbage can, and he'll just start throwing fireworks in there. You ever see those guys? Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. they'll just start. That's Mikey B. That, yeah. That's the room. He just throws stuff in there. Right. Idiots. Exactly. Fire, yeah. a fire garbage can, and just throws stuff, and he laughs while he's drinking beer wearing a net shirt. Nice. And the whole neighborhood's terrified. That rumor is not true. <laughs> Way to play along. That's the name. And there goes that. Nobody plays along. So enjoy. What's going on, Mike? What do you got? BCS. Well, I, I, it, it, my BCS wouldn't make sense. I'd have to lie then, Taz, about it. No, because, well, it's, a, it's a joke. Because I am. I'll start right away with cutting fireworks. Okay. Uh, I agree with you. And and to look at both of your visions, I know Moose, you had it one way how you saw fireworks, and Taz, you saw it another. I think both of them don't make sense in my view. One, you could get injured, you could get hurt. Even when they're going off, a mm. shell could fall in your head. You can't protect yourself Hold from on a that. Second. Wait a minute. Shell. A shell well, from what, the fireworks. What, what You're, kind at, of the fireworks park. You're at the park. You're at the park. Machine gun. The, the, the shells are flying. Yeah, I'm just got a Gatling gun. I'm just telling you, you got to be you got to be careful. There's injuries involved. Shell. Uh, so I'm what cutting it? fireworks. Who's it? Like a mortar? 
This, this guy's got the guys throwing mom off cocktails. I had a bad incident, okay, when I was a kid, so it's in my mind. Out of a war zone. In um, I'm benching water. God. I love being around the water, and I think there's something very peaceful Hold on a and relaxing. Wait a second. You're benching water in general. Well. You're saying the, the, the water works. Well, yeah, the water cool works. Beach, right? Not right. just water, not no. drinking water. No, I, I, I recommend water for daily life. Okay. Very yeah. important. It's pretty important, yeah. Uh, and I'm starting food because there's a, you know, and I'm starting barbecuing because there's not many things in life that are better. And when is you Peter right over He's up, Chuck. He seems like he's... Yeah, Peter will be fine. It's explosions. Yeah. Tell him that. Sorry. <laughs> it's the smoke of the shells hit you in the head. Very dangerous back here behind the glass. Yeah, continue. Uh, there's nothing thoughts. better than, and not many things better than food and life and barbecuing and the relaxation factor. Right. Um, I as well now am very excited for some chicken uh, Dijon. Or you, uh, it's, honey, it is. it's called honey Dijon. Honey sir. Dijon chicken. Very uh, excited for that, apparently. Yeah. Uh, so I'm benching water, cutting the very dangerous and nasty fireworks, and starting barbecuing. There you go. Pete, what do you got? Well said. I'm agreeing with all of you. I'm benching the beach pool water. Right. Um, it will be a part of the festivities, but it's not the first part of the festivities. I'm cutting the fireworks because you know what? Been there, done that. I've done that. Before. What do you mean? What do you mean? Been there, done that. You're like a. This is like your regular routine for years. What's <laughs> that mean? Been there, done that. You've <laughs> well, seen enough firework displays. That's right. Is that what you mean? Yeah. yeah. So, but, but were you back in the day a guy who blew off fireworks? Uh, no, <laughs> I watched someone else blow a fireworks. Yeah, my dad used to. My dad used to. I remember as my memories of Fourth of July when I was a kid. My dad would have a cigarette in his mouth and just lighting off everything. That's awesome. And Very he would good. tell me, my brother and my cousins, stay in the cur- stay in the oh, stoop. That's funny. But the citizens couldn't move, and he was like, he, you know, but he wasn't. He was shooting them off like into the street, like when. But we lived on a big boulevard. But like when there was a red light, so it couldn't injure no one. Well, I got you. So yeah, that's my cool. upbringing. Well, you know, there you go. Very nice. Yeah, I mean, this is right on a boulevard. Yeah, right on the boulevard. Queens, Brooklyn. This is how it was. Yeah, different way back when. Yeah, very safe. My dad with a Paul Mall hanging out. Don't move. Stay <laughs> with your brother on the porch. <laughs> Turn around. I said to one one year, I go, Dad, where did you get all these fireworks? Yeah, they boxes of them. Yeah. And he got him Pennsylvania. Like, well, no, this was. Your uncle got him. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah. So it was bad. <laughs> Drove away. So once my dad said, don't worry about it, you just moved on. Yeah, there you, you go. just left alone. You didn't say nothing else. That's how it was back then. God rest his soul. But anyway, that's the deal. I was, uh, All right, this, so you're starting the barbecue. Uh, yeah, All right, I'm there starting you go. meat. Any chance you can cook meat at any time, I'll take it. In the All heat. Right. Meat in the heat. Yes. 855-212-4227. 855-212-4CBS, your number to call. What would, you, what would your BCS, July 4th, beaches, uh, pool, barbecue, or fireworks. Fourth uh, of July, we celebrate uh, our nation's birthday tomorrow. It's Taz and the Moose with you on this Wednesday. Good hump day, one and all. Thanks for being locked in. It's right here, CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. It's Taz and the Moose on CBS Sports Radio. So, Ezekiel Elliott met with NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell in New York on Tuesday to discuss a May incident in Las Vegas involving the Cowboys running back. Um, Elliott issued an apology for his off-the-field conduct uh, following the conclusion of that meeting. And um, I guess uh, what transpired out in Las Vegas, him and his girlfriend were at a concert, um, and he ended up pushing a security guard over. Um, you can see it on video. He's wearing, I believe, a Lakers jersey, a LeBron James jersey mm. at the time of the incident. But 
Um, you know, it's just, uh, you know, another, um, you know, kind of a, another step uh, for Elliot here uh, where his, you get a little concerned if you're Jerry Jones and the Dallas Cowboys. Listen, it's in the grand picture of things. Is it all that big of a deal? I mean, no. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, nobody was, you know, nobody, you know, nobody uh, went to the hospital or anything of that nature. But, I mean, Elliot did. Um, push a guy over when he didn't need to, and you can clearly see it on video. And he and and those are the things that he could do away with if you're Ezekiel Elliott. Sometimes he's got at some point in time, Taz, he's got to grow up and mature. <clears throat> yeah, no, he does. He's a public figure, and you know you're you're expected to do and act a certain way. And you know he's he's he'll mature. He's, he's this is just part of the process, I would assume, for him. He did apologize. He said, "I've worked hard to make better decisions." and live up to the high standards that are expected of me, you know. So uh, he goes, I failed to do that here, and I made a poor decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, you're right. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, this is not like a horrific thing he did here. But, you know, and I don't. I believe the security guard uh, chose not to press charges. I believe that's the case. So, you know, but still, like I said, he's a public figure, you know, and you're you're in the public eye. So you got to be smart. You can't you can't do something like that. Well, yeah, I mean, but it's also just acting like uh, a normal member of society, right? I mean, for Elliot, I mean, it, this is brought to the forefront because of who Elliot is, right? I mean, but that behavior and and those kind of actions shouldn't be tolerated anywhere. And for Elliot, I mean, we we I agree with you. At some point in time, you grow up and mature, Taz. But haven't we been saying that now about Zeke for a while here? I mean, yeah. you know, haven't we been talking about the fact of, oh, maybe this will be the turning point. Oh, maybe that'll be the turning point. Or maybe, maybe then now he'll finally get it. And even though this is not all that big of a deal, and the Cowboys believe a suspension is not going to be coming down from the National Football League, you know, it's these choices that he continues to make this behavior that continues to transpire um, throughout, you know, every single calendar year, you start to say, I mean, when is he going to get it? When does he, you know, when yeah. does the maturation process happen? I mean, when when do you grow up and mature, or is this just who he is? It could be that that could I be. Mean, this I could mean, could just, just be who he is as a person, isn't that? And and that's that that could be a fact. Listen, he's uh, you know. He, he, at this point, what is he? He's 23, 24 years old. I think he's 23 years old. I mean, so he is still young, but, you know, and he's had a lot of success. Like, he comes out of Ohio State. At Ohio State, you know, look, at a high school, you know, he was probably a super high recruit. Goes into Ohio State and, you know, just a star, right? So, you know, he's not living the life of a normal college student like most collegiate, you know, especially high end D1 athletes that play in football in the, or, or basketball. So, you know, so he 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 probably had a, a lot of people around him, you know, really placate, placating to him, you know, kind of kissing his butt in essence. And then, you know, you come out as a top draft pick and you go to, to America's team, the Dallas Cowboys, and, and you, you hit the ground running literally and, and you're a star. I mean, so all of this big-time stuff happened to him quick. Now, there's a, plenty of other guys just like him that aren't doing the wrong thing publicly and stuff like that. So... Uh, I'm not making excuses for him. No, I get it. I'm Listen, just saying there's a lot at a young age, and everybody handles things differently. No, they they do. They do, Taz. Uh, but, uh, I mean, the concern level for the Cowboys have got to be pretty high, no? Yeah. yeah I mean, if I you're Jerry so. Jones, you're Stephen Jones, you're part of that ownership group, you're running the Dallas Cowboys, uh, I, don't think you, I don't think you put your head to the pillow every night saying Ezekiel Elliott gets it. 
I think you're hoping that Ezekiel Elliott doesn't have another misstep, right? right? right I mean, it right. was uh, the St. Patrick's Day Parade 2017. You know, he's on a float. He pulled a woman's top down. Yeah. You know, you get this incident in May uh, out in Las Vegas in which, you know, he, I mean, it wasn't, if you watch the video, there was no need for it. I mean, there was no need for what he decided to do, but he decided to do it nonetheless. I mean, wow. it, it, and there does there does come a point where you are concerned about his actions away from the football field, especially in the offseason, of what Elliott's going to do next. Uh, listen, I, I know you're saying there's no need for it. You're right, there is no need for it. I'm not saying there is. But it was like 2, 3 o'clock in the morning at a concert. He probably was. He probably had a few pops in him. Yeah, he's, he's a kid. He's doing something stupid. Again, I'm not defending him. I'm just saying stuff happens after midnight at concerts. People do stupid things. <laughs> you know what I mean? So he just – and he's he just happens to be a, a, a guy who had a – who's plays for the Dallas Cowboys, who makes millions upon millions of dollars and is a public figure and has got a very distinct look so you could pick him out of a lineup in a heartbeat. You know what I mean? So I, I think he just he did something stupid and, and he, he you know he probably, I don't want to say he was drinking. He might have been drinking. I, well, I'm, I mean, who knows? But, you know? but he continues to do stupid things. I, yeah, I don't know what to tell you. I hear no, you. I, I, I agree you. with you. And it, it wasn't like it was an altercation. He decided to lower his shoulder and push the guy over. Yeah, well... I mean, and, and there's no need for it. No, I, no. I, I mean, I look at Elliot. I mean, I find him, you know, to be away from the football field. He acts like a douche. I mean, there's, there's no other way to cut uh, it. He's a, I mean, that, he's a stupid kid. That, 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 I mean, that's he's a young man. I mean, he's not 18. No, but you yeah. know what I mean. Like, he's still I, I get young. it, he's, but at some point in time, you got to get gotta it. you got to mature and get it. I mean, no, at some right. point, you got to get it. I hope he does. Yeah. It's Taz and the Moose. we got the three coming for your way next. Right here, CBS Sports Radio. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.